from my guest, Josh Ross, and that is called Chevy, brand new. We'll hear it in its entirety a bit later on in the show. Stay tuned for that. Also, a previous single from him, very popular, called Born with a Boyfriend. It's a great title, and we'll get the true life story behind that song. Uh, And much more here on the show with my buddy Josh. How are you? Good. How's it going? It's going great. It is really great to have you here on the show. Uh, we did a live stream recently that was cool on uh, good yeah. old Instagram Live, and uh, everybody's yeah, doing fun. the streams. Of course, you're doing a ton of them. Yeah, it worked. It worked out really well. That was a lot of fun, and and uh, yeah, I've been trying to do some on uh, Instagram and then Facebook quite often. And there's different kind of uh, little groups that we're trying to set up and kind of get people in and make it fun and interesting for people. And then on top of that, you know, getting people to request songs and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it's it's a great way to, of course, reach people, especially in these times when it's the only way. And yeah. um, you mentioned requests, <laughs> um, so you you give people the chance to uh, tell you what they want to hear. Yeah, so like, I mean, on my actual say Instagram or Facebook, like I've been doing weekly cover videos, and so I, I let people kind of comment, see what they want to hear from that, and I've been trying to keep up with those. And then on top of that, when I do do the lives, I like to, you know. I don't maybe know every song, but if I ask, you know, is there a particular artist you guys want to hear, or if it's a song that I haven't actually thought of for quite a long, like, you know, while I'll, I'll try to relearn it or remember how to play it and then, uh, you know, play it the next week or the next time I go live. So keeps, keeps people interested. Absolutely. And it keeps you on your toes. Were there any songs that uh, yeah. kind of threw you for a loop and you thought, okay, I'll try to learn that. And, but it wasn't, you know, I was, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, like I'm, I haven't played a lot of a lot of things acoustically uh, in a while, especially with playing with the band and, and recording lots and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's been a good refresher. But um, Steve Earle was probably one that caught me off guard because I, I learned a bunch of his stuff when I first started out. Cause he's kind of my inspiration as when I was younger, and um, and then it's funny I was in a group the other day playing uh, on a live stream, and and somebody's like asking for all these Steve Earle songs, and I was just so surprised that. Oh, certain people actually in, in particular areas also that really do know who he is and, and want certain songs of his. So um, how to freshen up right. on, on some of his old stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I remember Steve Earl back in the day, all over the radio with guitar <laughs> town and Copperhead road. Um, yeah. Yeah. Quite a wild guy <laughs> that attracted you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great I, I, I was just about, I was about four years, four years old. And um, I, I had a family friend that was, you know, really into country music. And uh, I think it was uh, Guitar Town or Copperhead Road used to play and I'd get up in front of everybody and I'd take like a mini stick or whatever I could kind of find and pretend I was playing the guitar and dancing around and singing to it. So um, right I guess that was my first kind of musical inspiration. I mean, I didn't know much about him or who he was or, you know, what he did until I got older. But um, yeah, he's a, you know, incredible songwriter and has quite the the interesting history in the music industry too. So, um, but mm-hmm. uh Yeah. What about other influences aside from Steve Earle? Who are the artists that uh, have inspired you along the way? Yeah, I think, you know, over the years that, you know, it kind of changes and, and depending on, your, you know, your sound and things you're going for and 
um, I always listen to a lot of the older artists like Alan Jackson and, um, you know, like classic songs by like Garth Brooks and stuff like that. But, and then as I started to get into things, I, I, I really liked, you know, the more modern artists like Thomas Rhett and Sam Hunt and, and, and those kinds of, um, people along with, you know, Canadian artists, but I, I've definitely found, you know, since I moved to Nashville in November that, that, uh, you know, you start to gravitate towards certain artists down there and, um, I found a big passion for Drake White actually and his his songwriting style and vocally how he kind of sings and does certain things and I was fortunate enough to meet him a few times so it's it's interesting because you know you kind of have these ideas made up uh, you know of of what you think an artist is like or a songwriter is like and then you actually get to start meeting these people and uh, it's uh, it's cool it really shapes you know what you think of them and and kind of the things you take away from each person so. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh, know a bit of Drake White's music. Um, in particular, the song I know and really like is "Making Me Feel Good Again." That is uh, making yeah, that's making right. me yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a great song. Uh, yeah, great tune. Yeah, he's you know, and honestly, for people that that don't know him, um, you know, I would definitely say you need to check him out and. Um, you know, whether it be his old stuff like Living the Dream that, you know, or the more commercial, that was a kind of a radio song. And then uh, some of his, you know, deep cut songs are super, super great. So he's uh, definitely like a soulful singer and um, full voice. And it's, uh, he's quite incredible performer too. So what uh, led up to your decision, Josh, to uh, move to Nashville? Was, was it something you'd been thinking about for a while? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, um, I guess everybody has their own paths and, and, I started doing stuff really focusing in 2017 and did a lot of those emerging artist showcases in Ontario. And, and that kind of led me to meeting people. And uh, it, I kept hearing this word, Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. And um, I ended up taking a trip there on uh, New Year's Eve in 2017 and um, kind of saw what it was about. And, and for me, I always remember like when I played sports and I, I kind of told the story a few times that you know when I played football I'd go to Baltimore or I'd go to somewhere over the border to play with other players and it's just because the pool was so much larger and there were certain things that I, I felt like I could take away from um, you know those players more than than you know maybe my surrounding friends and um, mm-hmm. I've just found that with Nashville you know my particular style and the way I write and um, it, it, it really just yeah what what you're kind of goals are and what what you're looking to do and um i found i ended up having a huge passion for songwriting i didn't completely know that like i used to you know kind of write little things when i was on my own at home or um you know with buddies and stuff but then once i started to really immerse like immerse myself in nashville um i noticed how much of a passion i had for the actual songwriting on top of uh, performing so um in november i ended up moving down there i started to kind of get a bit of a group of people that i was working with down there and uh, it just kind of led to a a better decision for me now and, and that's nothing against Canada because I absolutely love writing in Canada I write all the time well right now it's on zoom and stuff like that but uh, with other Canadian artists and uh, songwriters mm-hmm. but it just I said uh, the other day I was having an interview with uh, Shannon Ella and I basically said to her you know you go to the house to the left and you write a song and you go to the house to the right and you get a demo done and and for me um, that's what I like I like the simplicity of it uh, it's just it, it feels like a small town, even though it's, you know, it's somewhat large and, and uh, it feels like home for me. So Great to have found that place to found sort of that second home and surround yeah. yourself with songwriters. It's, it's, and of course, like you said, it's the magic there and just the vibe because everybody's chasing this. And so you're connecting with like-minded yeah. people. Totally. Yeah. I, I think everybody gets you a little bit more. You know, I always remember taking my first, trips over the border and uh, you know i lost 
lost my job because of taking trips to Nashville. And I remember one of the officers at the border said to me, like, well, where are you going? I said, Nashville. And he started, you know, questioning me. And then he goes, like, how do you earn money? And I said, well, you know, I'm not really earning money. I said, you know, what I get through, um, you know, streaming or songwriting, that's that's what I make. And it was, it was just such a hard concept um, for certain people to grasp, you know, that like yeah. that this is what you do and this is how I earn my money. And when you get to Nashville, you kind of, you know, really feel um, at home. Everybody's a little bit similar in regards to, you know, your goals and what you want. And uh, I guess a little bit more free minded for certain things. And, and I kind of like that. I've, I've always been kind of a free person that kind of floats around and, um, you know, wants to try different things. And um, for me, it's finally, it take it, it, you know, it took me quite a while to get to this point in my life, um, you know, at 25 where, I found music and I know that that's the thing I finally want to do, but um, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. And there's some really amazing Canadian artists that just stay up in Canada. Um, and then, you know, vice versa, there's some Canadian artists that also live down in Nashville. So. Definitely. Um, let's turn to some music. In fact, your popular recent single called born with a boyfriend. And this went over really well. Yeah. Uh, I know that you performed it once at the moonshine cafe during one of my yeah. songwriters series yeah. shows which was great. And uh, of course the title conjures up stuff and it's got alliteration too. So it's got a lot going for it. But you told me the story before this is based on a true yeah. story of a friend of yours. It's a true story. Um, I know we'll mention any names, but I was probably in around like the seventh, seventh grade or eighth grade. And it was a girl that I was always jealous that I didn't get to, you know, have a chance to date her. And, and we were, we were friends, but I used to always say to her, Hey, you're born with a boyfriend. Cause she'd always have a boyfriend. And then as we got older, you know, she, She'd either be in a relationship or I was. We just never had the chance to, to try things out. And, I mean, she's still a great friend to this day, and we kind of laugh about it. And uh, and so that's where the title came from. And then in 2018, I started taking those trips to Nashville to, to write, and actually it was the second write I ever had in Nashville. Um, and I kind of brought that title in the room. And, and uh, at the end of that year, we ended up deciding out of a bunch of songs, and that was one of the ones that we were going to record. So. That's awesome. Let's hear it. We'll talk more about the song in just a moment. This is my guest, yep. Josh Ross, and Born with a Boyfriend on In the Country. She never had a February without roses. Never been a lonely girl at the club when it closes. She never had a New Year's without a champagne kiss. I bet you never wanted anyone or anything as bad as this. You might have known her all your life. You might have known her for a night. Either way, you know the type. She was born with a boyfriend. She'll be single for a minute, then she's not But she could get with any guy she wants So take a chance, a girl likes to dance She'll be gone by the end of the song She was born with a boyfriend Born with a boyfriend She'll never need a plus one to a black tie fair Never need someone Cause someone's always there It ain't fair You might end up just a shoulder Cause you never ever told her 
And that is Josh Ross. The song is called Born With a Boyfriend. Man, what a great song. And, um, you know, you mentioned taking the idea into the room. And uh, take us into a songwriting session. And um, what do you yeah. typically take? Do you take titles, uh, lyrical ideas, probably all of the above, yeah. melodies? <laughs> yeah, melodies. I'm, I'm, you know, everybody kind of has. And the funny thing is, you know, the more you write with people and you kind of get like a group, um, you know, start to kind of find people that I work really well with and like I, I myself I'm more of a melody person and I kind of lyrically I kind of just spit stuff out in the room and other people either have to like piece it together or <clears throat> kind of chase down what I'm saying and um, but yeah the the process is it's interesting I always say to people it's like speed dating especially when I first started out you know sometimes you get in the room and you just don't click with somebody or uh, I always tell a story I had one right one day where I was like I was such in a mood to write like a love song I really wanted to have a love song and uh a guy that I wrote with came in the room and he kind of like slammed the door when he came in and he was all mad because his girlfriend stormed off that morning and he, he didn't have a car and all that. And it's just funny. You pick up on the kind of the vibes from people and you're like, we're not writing a love song right. today. And you kind of just like feel that right away. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, once you get to know each other, it's, it's better, but the first time is always funny because you, you know, you know, where are you from and you kind of talk about certain things and, and then you just say, okay, we got, you know, on average, you know, people probably spend three, four hours in a room and, and kind of try to get something together. And then sometimes you'll never hear from that person again, or it'll end up being, you know, like a new best friend. So, um, yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely interesting and uh, a lot of fun. So it's gotta be great to, uh, as the hours go on or the couple of hours, three hours go on and you stumble upon that idea and it starts to work and you guys connect and you come out of there with, with a great song that you really believe in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's also the times where you get so so pumped up on a song and, and then you go home and you wait like a day or two and then you listen to it and you're like, oh, that wasn't even what I thought it was. Or there's other times where, you know, you leave the room and you don't feel that excited about a song you wrote. And then 
uh, it ends up being one that you, you know, you cut or somebody else cuts and you go, wow, that, you know, you didn't really think of it that way. Or you listen to it later on and you go, right. actually, this is a really great song. So it's a, uh, it's a funny thing. So. Yeah. needs kind of that time away from it and listen with fresh ears and it could go yep. either way. Um, and you also mentioned, uh, or sorry, we were talking about, uh, Born with a Boyfriend, which we just played. I wanted to ask about, um, you know, when you play a song like that out, uh, specifically that song for the first couple of times, and you start to see that the audience gets into it and really likes it, that's got to be yeah. a boost of confidence to know, because you know it's good, because that's why you're playing it, but the audience is getting into it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that title especially, you know, when you when you see it for the first time, you're like, what does that mean? Like, what is, what is he saying? And um, I think people that really enjoy music and the lyrics of music, uh, when you kind of dive into that song and what it's saying and um, the rhyming schemes and the phrasing and stuff like that, um, that's when you kind of fall in love with a song like that. Um, previous songs I've had out, you know, um, like my first single was more just of a, you know, a rocking fun song. And, um, but this one I felt, you know, lyrically I was proud of how it, how it was written. And the fact that I, you know, it was the second song that I ever wrote um, in Nashville, it just kind of, felt special and it was a unique title and it was a, a different way of looking at a situation like that. Um, and I felt like it hadn't really been done yet. So are there any typical mistakes? And I've kind of asked this question before, but what somebody's learned about songwriting, but this is kind of a different approach. What, uh, are there any mistakes that typically writers make, especially new writers when they're approaching a song, whether it's musically or lyrically or whatever the, the thing is, but are there certain things that people can should avoid when, when writing songs? Yeah. I, I'm not much to like, you know, a lot of people read books on like the rules of songwriting and, and um, that kind of stuff. And like, you know, I've, I've opened a few books and read some pages, but I, I, I don't necessarily think there's certain mistakes, you know, there's definitely rhyming schemes and things people use and stuff and, and all that. But I honestly believe some of the best songs that I've, you know, wrote or, uh, you know, haven't even finished were songs that when I first started out and I didn't know that there was rules and there's certain ways that uh, a song should flow in, in the rhyming or like, you know, this verse needs to go here or this bridge need, or needs a bridge or those kinds of things. And um, so I think the biggest mistake people maybe make is, is trying to really lock themselves into like, I need a song like this, or I have to follow this. And I think if people kind of open up, to what they're willing to say in a song and then also just kind of roll with what feels right versus this is how other people do it or it's been done, you know? Totally makes sense. If you yeah, go down a different path, you're going to come up with something more unique than following mm. a pattern and what's worked, which is Correct. a good thing to do too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I totally get yeah. what you're saying. Cause uh, a lot of the great songs out there are not, or some of the classic songs are not following rules. No, and you you look at, you know, certain artists that have really, um, you know, broke out or, or been kind of one of a kind, and it's usually because, you know, they have something that separates themselves, um, you know, from a from a group. And uh, sure, there's a large group of people that are, you know, extremely successful uh, within a group, um, but it, it's usually the ones that are, you know, a little bit different or quite different that really stand out, so... Is there anybody you're listening to right now, Josh, that uh, could be on our radar, that might be on the radio that you're loving, or even somebody not on the radio that we should be uh, looking and listening to? Yeah. Um, you know, I was actually wondering if you are going to ask me that. I, 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 you guys probably know who Hardy is, but his, his writing style is um, really phenomenal, and I've kind of been um, watching his stuff um, often. Um, and then there's a guy named uh, Cameron Marlowe. Um, he's got a song called Giving You Up. Um, 
that he put out uh, not too long ago. He's a Nashville guy and um, it's done, it's done really well for him streaming and stuff like that. But there's just certain things about certain songs that, that I really like. And again, goes back to the Drake white thing. If, you know, people enjoy that, you know, soulful rootsy uh, feel good kind of stuff. Um, he's, you know, super talented also. Carmen Marlowe. Okay, great. And the song you said was giving you up. Yeah. He's got a song called uh, giving you up. That's doing quite well. And, you know, he's a super nice guy too. And, and, and writes with a lot of people I write with and, and it's nice to see, you know, new people coming up that, that um, are putting out good stuff and, and are, you know, good people to get along with too. So, yeah, it's got to be cool for you to, um, you know, you obviously listen to these people, but some of them you know, and you've probably run into at songwriting rounds in Nashville. Yeah. Have you had a chance to um, hear a songwriter uh, do a hit song that he obviously or he or she is a songwriter on, but not the artist? Yeah. Hear their version of a song. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been cool in that way. I heard a lot, um, I've seen like you know, for instance, like how the Hardy stuff. I've seen him acoustically and. Um, you know, the songs that he's written for other artists like Florida Line or those kinds of people. And uh, hearing those before they're, you know, one, they're either out or just knowing that they come from them um, is really cool. And I'll, I'll never forget when I first kind of went to Nashville and I'd start going to these songwriting rounds and I'd be like, oh, that person wrote that or that's really cool. And um, those things are really neat. And I was also fortunate to go to uh, like a listening party of uh, Sam Hunt's new, new record too, which was really cool. So I got to hear kind of those songs that he had okay. written before they were out and and uh, that was a cool experience. So, yeah, it's just you know it, it's it's a neat it's a neat thing. And I think songwriters don't always um, you know get all the credit that they deserve because it's a lot of hours that they spend in a room. And um, it's something I believe in. And it's it, you know it's very hard right now, especially the way that you know people are getting paid from streaming and stuff like that. But um, there are definitely uh, other approaches that certain artists are taking to make sure songwriters are getting paid and and uh, being able to you know make a good living off of it. So. Yeah, it, nothing happens without the songwriters. That is the heart of the whole industry yep. of any music industry, any genre, uh, especially country music. But all, I mean, it starts with the song as the yeah. thing goes. Yeah. So vital. Yeah, I mean, you look at country music, you know, you usually have two, three people on a song. That, you know, there still are odd songs where you're solo right on it and stuff like that. And then, you know, you can bridge into other genres like pop where it's like you got 10 or 11 people on a, um, you know, on the on the list of writers. So, um definitely very important and there are a lot of you know writers that have been at it a long time and have lots of hit songs and it's amazing when you go see a songwriter around and they're up there playing and you don't realize that those songs come from somebody else you know until you hear them and you go wow yeah. that person's really amazing or they got a bunch of songs so yeah and there's some people as you know and and so many people know um, songwriters who a lot of times a songwriter is an artist but sometimes they're songwriters who people don't really know the name and they don't become artists but they're obviously doing very well as a writer on a lot of songs a lot of hit songs yeah 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 and I think it's interesting because a lot of songwriters end up becoming artists because they end up having such a catalog full of songs that are so great that mm -hmm. it's like you know maybe they should do that and there there are honestly so many songwriters that are so talented um you know when it comes to singing and, and performing also so it's nice to see um you know again i don't mean to bring the hardy thing up but he's an example of of somebody that was you know big songwriter and then is now chasing a, an artist career also so it's it's cool to see that yeah. yeah i've heard a few songs on the radio of his that i really have enjoyed uh is there anybody josh that you would like to work with in the music business. It could be behind the scenes. It could be on stage, writing together. Um, anybody you can think of you'd like to collaborate with? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's hard to, hard to, to know. I mean, there's definitely certain 
um, people I pick up, uh, you know, on, you know, vibes with and, um, Sam Hunt, for instance, would be one of those, like he's got that new song out 2016. And I think there's certain things about certain songs that you kind of really connect with and you want to kind of know more about, and you feel like you could have wrote that, um, or written that with them. And I think I've made the same thing about Morgan Wallen and kind of what they're doing over at at big loud. They they have a really cool kind of camp going on and, um, definitely some similarities with, with approaches and, and, um, songwriting styles and stuff like that. So, um, maybe somebody along those lines. And then, I mean, some of the greats too, I, Eric Church, I, I would dream to, to write with or have a song with and just kind of see his process to go through his mind when he writes a song. So, Yeah, he's such a unique artist, got his own sound and uh, so many great songs. Uh, I've enjoyed him for a long yeah. time. Yeah, he's, uh, again, it's like watching the longevity, right? He's been around a long time and um, yeah. performing for a long time too. So I remember going in Toronto to see his show I think it was like three hours and he was the only performer and, you know, he just played for three hours straight. It's, it's just so incredible to see uh, somebody be able to do that, especially every night like he was. So, Oh yeah. I've heard that, that his, that his shows go on quite a while. And that's, that's pretty amazing. You mentioned Sam Hunt 2016. I really enjoy, I want to go back and listen to that again. Cause it's beautiful. Um, the one I'm hearing a lot on the radio uh, is hard to forget, which is so catchy. And it's got the cool thing where it starts off with an old web Pierce song. There stands a glass and then it, turns into hard to forget it's just kind of a cool it's like a song from the 50s or 60s yeah it just adds a nice little touch to it production wise yeah it's interesting you know he uh i mean he's at a point now i think where he can kind of pick and choose what he does and and obviously body like a back road kind of broke him in that that pop world too so um definitely it's a a different different song and and catchy and um i think it'll do quite well on radio too so a lot of people seem to enjoy it yeah that's a lot of fun. Um, let's turn to your brand new song, which just came out, Josh. This is such a great song. I was listening to it the other day on uh, social media. Uh, it is called Chevy. And uh, tell us all about this song. Yeah, so Chevy, um, so over over the period of um, teen time, I, I had wrote about 65 songs. And when we came to the, near the end of 2018, we decided um, that I wanted to cut a five-song you know, EP or five songs. And uh Chevy was a song that's actually not mine, and uh, it was written by um, uh, Greg Bates and Aaron uh, Waswitz, and uh, it's uh, it's a song that that for me it felt like something that was fun and and I could have wrote, and um, it wasn't because I'm a huge you know Chevy over Ford fan. I mean I do prefer Chevy over Ford, but um, <laughs> I, for me it was more the the young feeling of of being free and those kind of memories for me, I, I never forget, you know, kind of getting my first car or um, borrowing my dad's truck when I was 16 and 17 and kind of going for drives with my, you know, my girlfriend at the time and kind of just remembering, mm-hmm. you know, how proud you were in those moments and those kinds of uh, memories. So for me, that, that song kind of struck uh, with the memory thing. And then, you know, I do have an old Chevy truck that I've uh, been slowly working on. So uh, it just felt right at the time and, and to cut that song and, um, yeah, so I was really happy I was able to uh, to get that one from them. It's a great song, and yeah, it's got a really cool sound to it, as people are going to hear. Um, and of course, they can contact their local country station and say they want to hear this from Josh Ross. This is Chevy on In the Country.
And that is my guest, Josh Ross, uh, from Burlington, um, living in Nashville as well. I think you're back up in the area now. Yeah, I'm, I'm home right now. Um, just with all this kind of going on, um, I'm going to stay up here uh, until it's kind of safe. Um, they're saying they're going to open the borders up here in a little bit, but we'll, uh, we'll see. I ended up getting my, my visa paper and all that worked out too while I was home, so it kind of worked out well. Great. Of course, the song is Chevy. That is out now. Uh, man, such a great song. We know there's more great songs from you on the way as well. Is are you? Uh, so this has been released. Are you working on more music uh, to be released in the form of an EP or more yeah. singles this year? Yeah, we we've been kind of in discussions in that. I think there's going to be quite a bit of music this year. Um, you know, we're trying to. I ended up working with starting to work with a new team out of Nashville and um, kind of just looking at all these songs that I've been putting out, I recorded in 2018. So uh, I still got three more that I had recorded in 2018. And then I have a long list of new songs that I'm very excited to kind of start working on. So um, maybe doing an EP in the next little bit or a couple more singles and then, uh, and then get some brand new stuff. So. Awesome. Well, Josh, thank you so much for being here and sharing uh, the big popular song Warm me. with the Boyfriend. That, that is so great. And the new one, yes. Chevy has been great chatting. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate, you know, everything you do for country community and, and Canada and, and even Nashville. And, 
you know, your songwriter round and all that. I hope uh, this stuff all blows over in the next while and we can get back to, to doing a songwriting round. So, yeah, thank, thank you so much for that, Josh. And yeah, I can't wait to start those up again and have you back out uh, if, if you're back in the area and, and get back to uh, doing all the great music stuff. Thanks again, Josh. We'll talk with yeah. you soon. Yeah. All right. Take care. Once again, my guest has been Josh Ross. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.